Welcome to the Insight Ministries podcast. We're your hosts, John and Megan Pop. We want to thank you for listening. We hope the messages on this podcast encourage you and bless you. Connect with us on social media, or for more information, check out our website, keepchristinsight.com. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Insight Ministries. I am Megan, and this is... Okay, she has a lot of titles here. <laughs> this is our home church's pastor's wife. This is a spiritual advisor on our board. And my favorite title, Mom, Leela Hall, Pastor Hall. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to this podcast episode. We are filming from the home church in Kentucky. So... Very exciting. Yes. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for being here. We've loved having these guys in town this week. Well, thank you for joining us on the podcast. <laughs> um, so we want to get started today, of course, with prayer. But before we do, I just want to let you know that our topic today is what do we do while we wait for the Lord? What do we do while yes. we wait? Yes. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much. Um, for the opportunity to crack open your word and to take a look at a topic that we all have to deal with, which is waiting on you because your timing is not our timing and your ways are not our ways. And so, Lord, as we are diving into this topic, we just ask you for fresh revelation. We just ask you that your utterance would flow and, Lord, that um, this word would minister to the hearts of those who are in their season of waiting. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so the scripture that we all know Mm -hmm. about waiting on the Lord is Isaiah 40, 31. And I'm going to read it out of the New American Standard Bible, the NASB, um, which says, uh, Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They They will walk and not become weary. Yeah. So, very familiar verse, but I think we take it for granted. We do because, first of all, we've all quoted it and we've all sung it um, Yeah. a lot. So, yeah. it's just kind of wrote in our minds. Yeah. <clears throat> and that really popular song that just came out a few years ago by Maverick City, you know, that's what happens when we wait. When we wait, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Um, A little more modern version of it. Right. But that plays off of this verse. But, you know, singing about it and walking through it is two different things. Totally different Because nobody likes to wait. No. Especially when it's a long wait. Yes. You know, and I think that we go through these trials in our life that sometimes we expect them to be, it's a hard thing and then it's done. Right. But sometimes it's hard and it goes and goes and goes. Yes. And you know something about that. I do. I know a little bit about that. And we call it a season because um, it's not like Kentucky weather where <laughs> it's it's one one way today and a whole other season tomorrow. You know, a whole other um, temperature and everything tomorrow. We get that a lot here. But um, when we talk about seasons in walking with the Lord, we're talking about something that comes and stays a while and we pray and we do all the things that we know to do but yet the season 
does not seem to be in our control when it started or when it's going to end. Right. Now, mm-hmm. we, um, we talk around here about how Christians really don't have seasons in the dry and dead kind of way. Right. Because those who are planted by the streams of our Lord flourish. Right. You know, in the gardens of our God. And so we're not talking about that kind of a season. Right. Okay. We're just talking about the length. Right. Because it's not... It's not a quick thing. It just comes and it seems to linger. And we kind of comfort ourselves by saying it's a season because we know that seasons do pass. Right. It will um, have an end. But a lot of times in the middle of waiting, we really do start to ask, at least on the inside, is this going to pass? Right. What if this is the new normal? The new, oh, that's a phrase <laughs> that we've all kind of dealt with. Yeah, especially during COVID, it was, you know, that was the thing. Like, is this the new normal? Mm -hmm. Oh, God, I'm so glad it wasn't. Amen to that. But something that you said as you were opening, um, and you were talking about, um, you know, his timing is not our timing, and his ways are not our ways. Absolutely. And um, that's so comforting Mm -hmm. in a time where everything in your own understanding screams, it's it needs to be this way, and it needs to be this week, right? You know, right. or today. We we know in our thinking when we think it needs to be and how we think it needs to be. Absolutely. But the scripture says, as you mentioned, that His ways are not our ways, and His timing is not our timing. Right. I I think that we forget that we serve a God who is not bound by time. Mm-hmm. He invented. The constructs of time that we live in. He right. invented, the Bible says, he put in place mm-hmm. morning and evening. He put in place right. times and seasons. And he did that because we need yeah. the passage of time to track our lives. Yeah, but sometimes that turns on us. Right. When we're going through something and it's it starts to feel like it's been too long. Yeah. And then and then that starts to mess with our, our thoughts. Right, it starts mm-hmm. to become this endless season you know we, we live in Florida now and summer is an endless season <laughs> well I don't feel sorry for you you should for that you shouldn't um I mean because it's May here and it's freezing so <laughs> um no but his timing is not our timing because he's not bound by time right and so while we're here in the middle of it yeah he is also here in the middle of it, mm-hmm. but he's also way back at the beginning of it and, and way down there at us. the end of it. He's gone before us. Yes. Yeah. And so all of those kind of doubts that creep in when it's gotten too long mm-hmm. and by our own estimations, they start to say, well, maybe this is how it's going to be. Maybe God's not going to do anything about it. Right. Things like that. Um, when we remind ourselves that we're serving a God that isn't bound by time mm-hmm. or um, any other thing, then we can still put our trust in him. We're like, oh, remember, that's who God is. Yes. And he's not bound by what I'm in the, what's all around me. So right. I can still put my faith in this. This is going to yeah. be okay. One thing, um, when we were going through our season a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. we had two miscarriages, one at the beginning of the year and one at the end of the year. And it was a really hard season, right. you know, but it was just a season. It right. it did pass, you know, not that there's 
bit of victory. Right. <laughs> well, some things linger yeah. from seasons, but you still are able to move forward. Right. And one of the verses that just, and I don't have it in front of me because I wasn't going to use it. <laughs> but there's a verse in Psalms that says that the Lord is enthroned above the flood. Oh, yeah. And it made me think of that verse that when the enemy comes in like a flood, mm-hmm. and sometimes when we're in the middle of our storm or in the middle yeah. of our trial, it feels like it's all around us and it's we're drowning yeah, in it. Right. You know, and so I would pray to the Lord and I would say, God, I'm drowning in this, but you're enthroned above it. Yes, right. And so then I would go on to say, but God, I sit in heavenly places with with you. you. So help me come up. Yeah. And so the truth was, you felt like you were drowning in it, but you were not. I was not. not. He was holding you. Um, It was not going to take you out like it seemed like it could. Right. And so... The first thing that we want to encourage you with is that whatever you're facing, whatever season you're in, it's not going to take you out. That's right. Because your hope is in him. And I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Um, But whatever the season is, you serve a God who sits enthroned above it. Right. He's above it. Okay. And so um, in Isaiah, the book of Isaiah is a prophetic book Mm -hmm. that was written to the children of Israel in a season where they were wayward. Right. And it was a a book that discusses both the blessings and the judgment of the Lord Mm -hmm. on the people of God who had turned their back on their God. And so he says in Isaiah 40, 31, they that wait on the Lord... Now, the first thing we always look at is that word wait. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, because wait can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. But biblically, this word wait doesn't mean sit and wait. Right. It means to entwine. Mm -hmm. And so when you entwine yourself with the Lord, now what does that mean? The example that I would use, because I have kids, (laughs) is Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know where that's going. (laughs) If you take yellow Play-Doh and you take blue Play-Doh and mm-hmm. you start me- entwining them, yeah. what happens? And every, every time they do it, they think they're going to take it apart when they're done. Right. They never, and but then you, they, can't. you can't do it because what, you end up with green Play-Doh. Right. What started as yellow and blue became green. Yeah. And so when we entwine with the Lord, we take what we have mm-hmm. and we mix it with what he has. Until you can't tell where we start and he stops. We're mixed together. Right. And you take what you're going through with what he's doing or what he's promised or what he's able to do. And you begin to mix it. See, you don't you don't want to be just living with what you're going through. If that's mm-hmm. all you've got, it, it's pretty desperate sometimes. It sure is. But if you entwine that with mm-hmm. who he is, what he does what his word says about it, what he's promised, well, it's going to change. Absolutely. It cannot help but change that situation. At the very least, it changes you. Right. And sometimes I think think that when a season is lingering, Mm -hmm. what he's waiting for is for us to change before the season can change. Yeah. Yeah, and I've learned through, we keep using the word season and we, we really don't mean to, but I've learned through 
times of difficulties that lasted too long, in my opinion. You know, um, I've learned sometimes, first you fight it. Right, sure. If if it's an adverse situation, a trial, a difficulty, a sickness, whatever the issue is, we kind of, you know, we... uh, we press against that. We push back. Mm-hmm. We rebuke it sometimes. We, sure. you know, we do all the Christian things um, to get rid of the season. We don't want to be in it. We declare it done. We declare it over. You know, um, and when it does not end, the thing that I come to the point of doing more now than I did when I was younger is say, "Okay, Lord, I'm going to lean into this. Yeah, I want to lean into this. I'm going to lean into you. What?" I'm not saying that God brought it. I'm not saying that God did the negative thing in my life. But I'm saying, I'm going through this, and it doesn't seem to be stopping. Right. I'm going to lean into you. Change me. Teach me. Show me. Let let this be um, productive. Yeah. Let this be for some good. Um, take this thing and turn it for my good. How does he do that? It's not always that he takes the situation and makes it turn out perfect. But what he does in me while I'm going through it is for good. Absolutely. I come out Absolutely. better than I went in. Definitely. And Every uh, time. That ends up being to the good of my family, my church, my community, and mm. you know everything that I try to touch because I'm changed. Yeah. Something I learned through the miscarriages is that while I wouldn't wor- wish that season on my worst enemy, Right. I learned something about God that I would not have learned Mm -hmm. if I hadn't gone through that. Yeah. And so sometimes we have to look for the gold. Yeah. In the situation. Every time. Not sometimes. Every time. But we're we're often, I'd say almost always, we start out by fighting those situations. And that's probably fine to do. But eventually, if you see that it's not changing, Mm -hmm. I say then it's time to lean in. Absolutely. You know, the Lord, the Lord will help you then start to get a different perspective on it. Yeah. What's going on. So in Isaiah, we wait on the Lord. Those that wait on the Lord will gain new strength. Yeah. And like we were talking about before we started filming, um, it doesn't say that the Lord fills you with new strength. Right. Although you're entwining your nature with his. Mm-hmm. And so there is an inference there. Yeah. That the strength comes from him. Mm-hmm. But it says that they will gain new strength. And so it implies to an extent that we are able to strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Right. Like David did. He encouraged himself. He encouraged himself. Yeah. Which gave him the strength to go yeah. on and fight the battle. Yeah. Absolutely. When, well, it's that decision that we make. Right. That decision to not just lay down, <laughs> give up, yeah. cry, and all the things that, you know, we, we may do a little bit along the way, but um, when we, we say, no, I'm going to wait on him. I'm going to get involved with him. I'm going to run to him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to him about it, not 50 other people. Right. You know, I'm going to put my focus on him and get entwined with him, mm-hmm. and then his strength is going to come to me. Yes. But, so it's him but it's also you and right. I because we made a wise decision to get to take it to him and to get entwined with him mm-hmm. and wait on him. If you don't make that decision, 
I mean, you can be swept away with your problems. You can, sure. you know, it can be the ruin of you if you don't ever take it mm-hmm. and run to him with it. Well, I mean, otherwise you just, you're running on your strength. And that ain't going to last long. No. Uh, no, it's not. But it goes on to say that they'll mount up with wings like eagles. Yeah. Have you ever studied an eagle? I've not studied them, them but I find them just beautiful. Yeah. The, mo- I've, the most graceful they're gorgeous creature well and there's a reason that our nation uses one as the mm-hmm. mascot but the beauty of an eagle you know they nest so high up in the mountains and in tall trees mm-hmm. really tall up and when a storm comes you know some birds will cower down during a storm because they can't fly in the rain yeah but what eagles do is they take off and they go up above the clouds right and so when it says they will mount up with wings like eagles, he's talking about that soaring Getting above up, it. out of it. you got to get above it. You do. You know. Sometimes we we got to get up out of it. Got to get up out of it. <laughs> right. And so they will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary, which is a miracle <laughs> if you've ever been through a hard season. Right. To not get tired in it. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been pastoring almost 40 years right and so you've faced probably every kind of i hope it's every kind (laughs) i really really not interested in seeing anything new at this point (laughs) Um, we've you know we've seen a lot 10 times more blessing than trouble but we've seen some trouble sure you know and gone through some times um and the lord has been faithful through them all and we're in a season now and we trust that he's faithful. We know that he's faithful mm-hmm. because he says he is, he is and because he's always been. And he doesn't change. Right. He doesn't change. But if you look back before verse 31 and just put some context around this verse, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great verse. Yeah. But when you put it in context, starting back at verse 28, do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. Hmm. His understanding is inscrutable. Yeah. He gives strength to the weary, and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Haven't we been there? Every time. You know. (laughs) Every time. It doesn't take long to lack might. It doesn't. And it says, though the youth grow weary and tired, and the vigorous young men stumble badly, mm-hmm. those that wait on the Lord yeah. will renew their strength. Wow. That's just, the, the song should have included all of it. Because yeah. it, it just talks about who he is and what all that covers. You know, the ends mm-hmm. of the earth. The ends of the earth. Um, we just, sometimes we just think we're in a new place, mm-hmm. facing a new thing. That He's God hasn't ever him. heard of before, you know, because right. it's 2023, and I'm sure the Lord didn't know we were going to act like this, and the world <laughs> was going to be like this, and, and all of those things, but he He covers the ends of the earth. Yeah. He knows the end from the beginning. Yeah, he does. And um, he's got this, but, you know, he doesn't just keep it to himself. Mm-hmm. What you just read says that he strengthens, Yes. you know, those that don't have might. Yeah, and, um, I can't remember it to quote it, but it, you know he doesn't just he doesn't just have this within his being, but he has it to give. Yeah, and he 
for whatever reason, I'll never understand why he wants to make sure we don't perish. Mm-hmm. So he gives of himself. This is why we wait on the Lord. This is why we entwine ourselves mm-hmm. with him because his nature is revealed right there in verse 28. He does not become weary or tired. Right. So when we're weary and tired, we need to entwine with him. Yeah. His understanding is inscrutable. When we don't understand, mm-hmm. he does. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Um, Bill Johnson says you have to learn to live in the mystery. Mm-hmm. But I have found that part of learning to live in the mystery is understanding that it's not a mystery to him. To God, yeah. Yeah, he knows. And to him who lacks might, he increases power. Mm. So good. Wow, what a God. He's amazing. Um, you see a similar echo in the, in the book of Psalms. Um, in Psalm 39, verse 7, it says, Now, Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. Yeah. How beautiful is that? My hope is in you. Right. So when we're in the middle of a season and we're waiting on God, and now now we know that waiting means entwining with him, that means we're keeping our eyes on Jesus. We're keeping Christ in sight, right? Yeah, right. And we are spending our time with him, and it may feel like the heavens are brass and your prayers are bouncing off the ceiling. Yeah. But you keep praying them anyway. Well, and he said... For what do I wait? And I think that sometimes when we do get ourselves in the right position and, and we've, we've taken it to him and we remind ourselves of who he is, we start to look for different signs that the Lord is involved. Right. What, what am I waiting on? Am I waiting for a check to come in the mail? Am I right. waiting for, you know, this person to come to me and make something right? No. Mm-mm. Sometimes then I start to see the hand of the Lord moving in different ways. And, and I can begin to rejoice at a way earlier date mm-hmm. because I see him moving. For what am I waiting? Well, the end result right. is what we start out waiting for. Mm-hmm. But if we take it to him and we remember who mm-hmm. he is and we remind ourselves that he's got the ends of the earth covered and he's he doesn't run out of strength, he doesn't even get tired, yeah. then... You know, if you'll let yourself, you'll begin to see him moving in that situation. And you'll begin to feel, have you ever been in the middle of a situation and and you feel joy? You know, like joy comes from somewhere on a day when you just didn't need to walk another day under a heavy burden. Mm-hmm. You just didn't need to, to kind of slump through. Right anymore you needed a pick-me-up and a pick-me-up came mm-hmm. and you you recognize it and you're like well there's the joy of the Lord right see you weren't before you looked to him you weren't really waiting on the joy of the Lord that right. wasn't your you that were, wasn't the marker you were looking for you right. were looking for everything to be solved how you thought it needed to look right but now you begin to say oh the Lord is in this I I sense the joy of the Lord mm-hmm. or you know, I sense the comfort of the Lord here. Or that child that's driving me crazy and I'm, I'm so burdened for. I see a glimmer. I see a change. Mm-hmm. And you can begin to rejoice in the Lord earlier. Absolutely. And you don't have to wait for this picture that you've drawn in your mind right. of how it all needs to look in the end. I think so often we decide what victory should look like. We do. But when we put our hope in mm-hmm. Him. Right. Right. 
suddenly victory looks different than what we expected because we are at peace yeah. even when there's still the storm yeah. around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the old saying? Sometimes he calms the storm right? and sometimes he calms us. Yes. You know? I'm often. Often. <laughs> often he does. I love when he just says, peace be still, and the waves, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the waves calm down. But when he says, peace be still to me. Oh, yeah. Listen, I've been in times where nothing was moving. Everything just seemed to be staying the same. But still inside of me, everything was churning. Mm-hmm. It's when he says, peace be still to me to my life and to my mind and to my spirit yes, that I have really real peace. Absolutely. And um, peace that passes understanding, whether the waves are, are high or everything's calm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that, that inner peace that I need. People talk today, I think self-care has become this really big buzzword, and, and I get it. You know, it's not a, it's not a wrong thing, but... I need his care. I need him to speak peace to me. I can go to the salon. I can go to the masseuse. I can go get my nails done. I can go to the beach. I can do all those things. But if I don't get the peace of God Mm -hmm. in my inner being, then I'm still not cared for in the way that he could care for me. Have you ever just gone to do some self-care and the whole time you're just mad as a hornet? Oh, yeah. Because the, the thing inside of you has not been calmed. Right. You know. You've just spent a bunch of money self-caring, and then you you go home, and you're not refreshed. See, when the Lord cares for you, you will be refreshed. Yes. And strengthened. And all yes. these things come that you can't go anywhere and buy. <laughs> no. But Because he, it only comes from Him. He brings it. Right. From Him comes strength and peace and joy mm-hmm. and refreshing. And... <laughs> You know, sunlight when the clouds are dark and all of the things that we need. Again, in Psalms, um, of course, you know, David went through his fair share of hard times. He did. And so he wrote these beautiful Psalms that just so well express. Mm -hmm. And from the time I was a child and started reading the Word... When things got difficult for me, I'd turn to the Psalms. Amen. Yeah, because it would show me that, first of all, somebody else felt the way I did. Mm-hmm. And second of all, there's an answer in the Scripture. Right. And and it always comforted me that it was David because right. David brought half of it on himself. <laughs> right. And then he had enemies that, you know, <laughs> you know, sometimes you feel like, well, everybody should love me. I'm... Right, I'm nice. I'm pretty I'm lovable. I'm, I'm good. Why did why is somebody mad at me? Nobody should ever be mad at me. Right. But David had people like that. Mm-hmm. People that just hated him just because he was David. Right. And he, you know, he was to be king or whatever, so they hated him. And um, so David had all these enemies and things that come to him in kind of the same ways that we do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so you can relate right. to he, David. He was... He was a man after God's own heart, but oh, he was goodness. also human and boneheaded. And, you know, right, right. he did some really dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it resulted in some really dark seasons. But from that, we get these chapters and verses of just pure worship. Beautiful. And so, again, in Psalm 42, it says, Why are you in despair, O my soul? 
why have you become disturbed within me? Like we talked about, mm-hmm. that storm inside of us. Hope in God, for yeah. I shall again praise him. Yes. For the help of his presence. Yeah. David was not only, you know, comforting himself, but he was he was getting, something was standing up on the inside of him. Yeah. He says, I will praise God again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, have you ever been there where you, you couldn't get much praise out? Yes. You kind of didn't have a lot mm-hmm. to give. Um, but you say, but I will. Yeah. Don't think I'm out. Don't count me out. Don't think I'm done. Um, and, you know, during a difficult time, during a difficult season or episode or whatever it is in your life, worship. Yes. I would say worship. Absolutely. And sometimes worship just looks like, I'm not kidding, sometimes I've barely been able to say Jesus. Mm-hmm. But whether it's in a whisper or whether I'm able to declare, shout it from the mountains, who he is, I, I'm i going to do that. Yeah. And it's very important. We learned this through uh, another time that we went through, um, that what we say quickly sets the tone for what we're facing. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when our house burned down years ago and you were a little girl at the time and and you remember I'm sure mm-hmm. all of that <laughs> but we we quickly said um you know but the Lord is our God right and he has protected us yes. and we will praise him absolutely and we praise him even now yes and you know a, a lot of a lot of talking went on in some ashes. Um, mm-hmm. But you, we could have said other things and then eventually gotten around to praising. But right. it felt very important to say those things first. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, if you're in a moment where you can't say what you know you need to say, don't say anything yet. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Absolutely. Don't start saying, oh no, I'm, I'm going to die. This is going to kill me. I'm, don't do right. it. Just wait. There's so much power in our words, Mm -hmm. you know, and something that I've come to understand is that I can think, and yes, we should bring our thoughts under submission, but when I have an onslaught of despair in my mind, Mm -hmm. everything changes when I say it out loud. Absolutely. You can, you empower that, give life to it when you say it. Right. But we have such a unique opportunity in the middle of trial Mm -hmm. to bring first worship. Yeah. You know, and it's a unique praise. It's a sacrifice of praise mm-hmm. because it just costs you something. Yes, yes. And you set a precedent right then. Yeah. In this situation, whether it lasts one day or many, the first thing I say is going to set the precedent for the things I'm going to say on other days. Yes. When I get the phone call or I get the report or I get the bill. <laughs> or whatever, you know, whatever it is that's going to happen as a result of what just happened. Right. Well, I've already said, but he's my God. Yeah. And I trust him. And in him do I hope. Yes. Um. I just, I know that in the middle of the hardest seasons, praise is such a weapon yes. to use. 
But I also want to encourage our listeners that it's okay mm-hmm. to be honest with God. Yes. About how you feel. Mm-hmm. You're not going to knock him off the throne. He right. already knows your heart. He can already hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so if you're angry, tell him. Yeah. He already knows. Yeah. It's just like a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're mad at somebody, you best tell them. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just going to be awkward for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, if you try to act like you're not, God's going to know better. But, mm-hmm. um, but he waits so patiently on us. Yeah. And you can say the things you're afraid to say out loud, you mm-hmm. can say to God. Or the things that you know aren't true mm-hmm. in the big truth. Right. But you feel, mm-hmm. I feel afraid, but God, I know That's you right. are with me. You got to voice what you know. Yeah. And it's something Dad has said for years. You got to yeah. go with what you know. Go with what, say what you know. Say what you know, not how you feel. Mm-hmm. It's okay to admit how you feel. Yeah. You don't have to lie to yourself. Or to God. Or to God. Please don't lie to God. <laughs> <laughs> but but speak that higher truth. Yes. That, you know, there's fact and then there's truth. Right. And the fact sometimes is that I feel afraid. Yes. But the truth is, you know, whom shall I fear? Right. And so you always want to speak the higher truth um, that you know from the word. Yes. And, you, and even the truth that you know from years of walking with him, past yes. experience with him. God, I know you don't leave me. Right. So I feel alone, but I know that's not who you are. Right. And so, you know, that's what I'm going to say. I know you're with me. Mm-hmm. I may not feel you right now. Yeah. But I know you're here. Yeah. And so as we mm-hmm. wrap it up, you know, because we're out of time, um, what do we do when we wait on the Lord? How do we wait on God? Well, Voice praise. Yeah. Be honest with God, but speak the higher truth and entwine yourself with Him. Yes. Through worship, through mm-hmm. Bible reading, through praise, and right. um, through prayer. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't put your eyes on the storm. That's what made Peter oh, sing. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Because he put his eyes on the waves. Yeah. You know, and remember that even when it feels like a flood, your God that you serve, your Savior, is enthroned above the flood. And you sit with Him Yeah. in highly, uh, heavenly places. Heavenly places, yes. Yes. And you may be living in a day that is not your best day yet. And you know your best day is coming. You know a better day is coming. But be pr- it's okay. Be present in the day that you're in. You don't have to wait for the end of the thing. Right. You can be present today whatever today is and be productive today lord i you know i'm not living my dream yet i know i'm called i know i'm anointed i know i'm going to do bigger uh things for you i know i'm going to be more effective for you but today i'm going to be effective where i am Mm -hmm. today i'm going to learn something more about you i'm going to go ahead and and still learn and grow Mm-hmm. So that when I get down there, down the road to the other place that I'm really trying to get to, right. then um, this time has not been wasted, mm-hmm. you know, because God's, he's not wanting us to waste time waiting on someday. Oh, yeah. While we're so, waiting, while we're yeah. waiting, go ahead and study, go ahead and, 
you know, prepare yeah. and go ahead and worship and just go ahead and minister. You know, you may want to be a pastor or something someday. You should pray about that. <laughs> but um, just kidding. It's it's an amazing journey. But, but you should be called to it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, you may be called to a specific dream or, or hope, but maybe you work at the nursing home. Right. Oh, my goodness, minister at the nursing home. Maybe you're called to something over here, but you, you're you working at the daycare or you're working at the school. Minister while you're there. Don't mm-hmm. While you're waiting for the dream, go ahead and be everything you can be today. Do it as unto the Lord. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't miss today. Right. Uh, and put your hope in Him. Because when your hope is in Him, you may not see the victory the way that you expect it. All right. But your eyes are so focused on him and how beautiful he is. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the circumstance looks like. While you wait on the answer, your hope is in him. Right. And the waiting can become less waiting, waiting, watching the clock, and more doing and more entwining. abiding oh, and yeah. entwining. Yes. You know, it's really not a... Uh, what would the word be? It's not this nothing time. It's not this limbo. Right. It's it's this abiding and entwining mm-hmm. and running to and worshiping and learning and growing and watering seed. Absolutely. There's so much to do. Oh, yeah. You got to get a move on. You, you may, if you think about it. You may not be waiting at all. You may have a lot to do in your right. waiting season. Maybe you're waiting on God, but maybe he's like, hey, get to work. I'm waiting on you. <laughs> you right. know, Right, right. Lord help us. Lord help us. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does help us. He does help he us. He teaches us yes. along the way. We were uh, some time back. Something had happened that had broken my heart. I didn't want to go through it. I didn't want to keep going keep doing, and all of those things. And the Lord told me one night uh, on stage in the middle of worship, I was worshiping him, but I had my broken heart. I was kind of nursing it too, you know. And uh, he said, you will be glad. I will make you glad that you came through this season. And I thought, oh, I don't know how you're going to do that. <laughs> but you know he did. Yeah. Because he was... As I leaned into him, and I was made myself available, mm-hmm. even in a waiting season, even in a waiting to get over it season, mm-hmm. I made myself available to him, and he mended, and he he um, strengthened, and did all the things, and taught me something that I couldn't have learned mm-hmm. if I hadn't gone through it. Changed me enough that I was able to be more effective after I went through it. And I was glad in the end yeah. that he took me that path. I, and so I will say one more thing. In the waiting, one of the things that we want to say so much that our flesh wants to say is why. Mm-hmm. God, why? God, how long? God, why? Mm-hmm. It's almost like when you take a trip with little kids. <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we going to stop and eat? Are we there yet? You know, if we do this with God. We get in, in a time and we're like, um, you know, why, God? How right. long, God? Right. 
Uh, are we, we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> yes. Are we there yet, God? Um, but that hole just gets deeper and deeper. Asking that question, though it's not wrong to seek understanding. I'm not saying that. But when we just get in that pit of why, why, why is this happening? How long is this going to take? God, are you going to move? And those things, we're just digging it deeper. Yeah. But the words, God, I trust you, will start to pull you up out of that. When you think why, say, God, I trust you. Mm. And it'll change what the enemy is able to do in your season. And that's how you wait. That's how you wait. Yeah. That's how I'm waiting. That's how we're waiting. Amen. Lord, thank you for this time together. And thank you that this word I know is going to encourage someone because we have all been through seasons of waiting. And so, Lord, I just pray that your anointing would just flow through the recording and every time it's played, that it would touch someone's heart and give them the strength that they need to just wait on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you.